The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is And Friends. Welcome to another amazing episode with your friends on And Friends. I'm Kimmy. I'm Sam. Tommy here. And Kimmy, what are we talking about today? We got a couple things. We have some current events that I bring to you. And of course, the ever amazing stories of what happens in the crazy state of Florida. And a little checkup from a world that I have created. And boy, does some stuff happen in that. As long as people are alive and you don't murder people, we're good. I didn't murder people. <laughs> it's a scary thought. That's something you can't <laughs> say in a police station. I didn't murder people. <laughs> they were just murdered. Famous last words. Like that when I when I found them. Um, so uh, Kimmy suggested earlier uh, that we start off the show talking about something that, like a dream thing that we've thought of, like what is your favorite dream blank? And then I, I jumped off that and I had an idea of, of suggesting what is your favorite dream house? I, I had looked up and found a dream house online that is insane, but I thought I'd, I'd like to know what you guys think is your dream house before we talk about that. Is it weird if I have two dream houses? No, not at all. One is like a city one. It's kind of... I don't know. It's kind of higher up, but it's kind of has an old school feel in a way. It's it, kind of downtown, probably Gold Coast area. So, you know, you can't really afford those. <laughs> At least I can't. And it would just, you know, it has that like feel. You get the whole building, not where you split it off. And there would be a pool on the roof. But I think my favorite would be like a one in the country, in the forest, away from people. Be big, you know. But then again, I, I could easily get murdered, so. I don't know if this counts, but I heard that there's an Airbnb that's just the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles home. Like, it's it's an apartment, but then it's just set up to be, like, their little sewer lair. It's booked for, like, years in advance, but you get free unlimited pizza the whole time you're there. So that feels like a dream house to me. <laughs> <laughs> do they have a Do they have, like, a cook that makes the pizza, or do they just, like, have a deal? I think I think they like pay for it and they just get it like delivered. There's a basketball oh. court inside the apartment. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Apparently it's like not even that expensive like it's normal Airbnb prices. It's just that it's booked so far in advance you'll never get in. I looked up online and it was actually really hard to find a dream house like story, but apparently there was a a governor like a government agent from China who who made his dream house. And he pretty much transplanted like like a um a seaside villa on top of a twenty six story building. What? Yeah, it was weird too. He had like fake rock constructed on top, and it he pretty much made it look like it was carved out of a mountainside. I've always had the idea that if I was ever beyond rich, I'd want to buy a plot of land in like a downtown area, and then put up like a suburb style house like a little yeah. two story with um like a lawn and shit <laughs> that, that reminds me of like um when i was looking for my apartment I, I was looking on uh one of the apartment searching websites and like right in the middle of the city they had a listing for a suburban house that was not there <laughs> i feel like tommy just described the up movie i was like, about to oh, yeah <laughs> i just imagine that and then you going up with balloons <laughs> um that's how I imagine myself, is wherever I live, just staying there out of sheer stubbornness and spite. <laughs> it's like you're in a place with booming like building going on around you, and nope, you still have the suburban house, just chilling. Don't want to get rid of it, but you can afford to not have to, you know, 
be an old man at that point. That's, that's when you yeah, rush, with my push more. That's when you rush and try to get it on the history, like the national history board or something, and you yeah, like the place. landmark. Yeah. So they don't have mm. to touch it. Um, there there was another interesting point about this story that I saw, um, where residents in the building kept complaining about it, um. But apparently uh, he hired goons to pretty much beat up those na- neighbors and force them to move. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why were they complaining at first? Because that feels... Uh, constant construction noise and water leaks. Constant construction noise? Apparently. I mean, that's the ideal live station I want to yeah, be in. Const- constant construction noise and water leaks? Good news. You live in Chicago. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and uh, the place is gone now. Um, which kind of makes sense. I guess the Chinese government cracked down on the the nutty guy who wanted to build a house on top of his building. Why do they hate fun? Maybe the fact that he hired goons to beat up people. I mean, that's nothing. So is the Chinese government. What right do they have to stop him? Those are government goons. Oh, that's fair. Have you guys ever seen like those islands, like those fancy like island homes where it's like you need a boat to get to? I wonder the convenience in there because... You can't really do anything unless you're on, like, unless you own a boat. Well, I guess it's the same concept of, um, like, having having a place in the middle of nowhere, except you have to take a boat there. Yeah, I guess boat versus car isn't a huge difference at that point. But then I feel like with a boat, like, what if your boat just breaks down while you're at the shore there? You are completely screwed. At least you could walk if you lived in the area. They have things like... Um... There's companies called like Sea Tow. My uncle works for one of those. It's basically just a tow truck, but for its boats. <laughs> At first, I thought you were making a big joke here because I was like, wait, are you talking about like a tow truck for boats? But no, you were serious. It okay. really is a tow truck for boats. <laughs> it's a thing. This is, it's a, it's a <laughs> what if the boat's thing. sinking and it's too late? Well, that's like saying, what if my car explodes or flies off a cliff? Hey, at least if it's sunk, you could just, you know, get it back, kind of. You can't you can't scuttle a car, I guess. <laughs> I was trying to go somewhere with this. It didn't work out. My car doesn't have oh a, a lifeboat in it. A little life car. That's actually a fun idea. Just a, a smaller <laughs> car that shoots out of the regular car. Yeah. Like that scene in Dark Knight, but like just for emergencies. When it turns into a motorcycle, your your seat will just turn into a little buggy. Yeah. You basically just need to have it to where you have one of those toy cars that you just kind of roll in, like the little red cars. Or I used to have one. It was like a little metal one, and it looked badass. It was blue. It was like a convertible, but you still had to like pedal it. I still have it at my parents' house. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like the little Fisher Price, like the plastic things. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, I tried to fit in those. I feel like you'd fit in one, Tommy. I feel like I could probably still find one that I'd fit in. I I always liked just sitting in those because it was this little death trap when you got it on a nice hill. Speaking (laughs) of cars, and let's drive on to, uh, Tommy, your segment um, kind of has to do with cars because cars have radios and stuff. Since legally we can't play the songs, we have music without music. Music without music? Yeah, you need some good music to play. Yeah, you need you need great music to play. What drove you to make that transition? <laughs> Don't you mean what drove me to make that transmission? Uh, yeah. uh. <laughs> Get me off of this stop. One <laughs> <laughs> off Mr. Bones Wild Ride. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Tommy, uh what's uh what's your segment? 
Right. So music without music, the idea is we're going to listen to a song, but we have to mute the track for you because we don't have the rights to the song and we don't want to get sued. But you get to hear us talk about the song and we'll tell you what the song is so you can listen along of your own devices. And uh, Tommy, while I play a song, why don't you describe the song to us and um, to the listener? Um so we can kind of like make our opinions on it and stuff. Right. So first off, it's a song called Square One by the artist Haywire. And I'm going to play it right now. Excellent. So so how did you find this song? I've just been following the artist for a while. Um, big fan of his stuff. Like seeing how he does stuff in the studio. To be honest, I thoroughly enjoyed this one because the, the beat just kind of gets you a bob and even as it goes i do like it more i I don't know i do like this one a lot yeah feel funky i really like the way he uses synths yeah he's also a pretty skilled pianist so that's what i was gonna say i was like the piano in here is a good little touch to it too because i don't know i like i like the sound of piano i just finally got to set mine up so I mean, even like the electronic stuff, that's all set up on a synth that he's just playing like a keyboard. Exactly. But I like this. Yeah, I like the little dip they just did. That was nice. Yeah, it's a nice kind of break. It's funny because for the people getting to listen to this are not hearing it the same time as us. No. I know. I'm like, we should have done a countdown. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. It's- <laughs> but it's okay. It's like now you're listening at the same spot as us. We, well, you know, if someone's listening on their phone, though, they're going to have to just look it up. So what was the name of the song again? A Square One by Haywire. I feel like Tommy would be that person to show you artists that you've never found before. Well, anyone could probably show you one or two. Ooh. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I feel That's like the whole potential. point of this segment, right? Yeah. We're all showing <laughs> each other artists that we probably wouldn't have found otherwise. I mean, we're only showing each other artists. <laughs> um we're we're mentioning these artists to the listeners but but we're showing each other these these great songs yeah i know we get to listen to them together and be together with it i just stupid copyright issues i know think about how much better this would be right now if we could just if we could just show it on air i enjoyed it tommy i give it i give it an eight Ooh. Out of how many? Out of out of ten. Okay. Out of five. I would give. Awesome. I can. I think an eight sounds pretty doable, or maybe a seven. And I only do seven. No, you know what? I like the piano too much. The piano got me. It it touched the right keys for me. The piano player touched them, or it touched keys within you. Ooh, sounds sexual. Uh oh. Oh, uh, sex doll. Uh, <laughs> back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Wouldn't it be neat to have a show where you just randomly said sex talk? Sexy. <laughs> sex talk. Guys, I just read, I, I was thinking about this all day, which sounds terrible because it's sex. There was this amazing vibrator review that I read, and it makes me want to buy this vibrator. How good of a review. She talked about how she's like... First of all, who's reviewing? The lady, this like mom who bought it and she went into detail talking about her life. Like it's it's really long. I'm just giving you the highlights. She basically was saying how she felt like she was levitating because of how much she orgasmed. What state does she live in? What? 
<laughs> a state of nirvana, apparently. <laughs> well, I was going to say, because maybe she was high or something. No, she was just a mom. She was like reading. She was doing like reading erotica beforehand. But it was interesting. She talked about that. And she said that you, she was told she was supposed to stretch before using this one because of how strong it is. And she said she was like still sore and had pain in her back because she said she didn't stretch out enough. Mind you, this is a vibrator. My thing is, who talks about being a mother in their vibrator review? Like, unless it's really pertinent information, that's just a weird place to Maybe go. Maybe there's a big market with mothers and vibrators. There actually is! Yeah. <laughs> come to think I mean, of it. Come on. Yeah, when you think mothers and vibrators, you usually don't have a chance to be at home the same time as your man when you have kids. I know from my mother friends, or you're a single mom, and you just need when you have like those two minutes alone. But you're getting just a little too old to do it yourself. So you're just like, fuck it. Yeah. There's equipment for this. You guys don't understand. I mean, as a, like what I mean about touch the keys, it's like paying well, playing a piano down That was down my there. question is how, how, how did keys become such an erotic word? But I get it now. I mean, yeah. in my head, I yeah. thought you meant like keys, keys and not piano keys. Oh, maybe it's because I when I was it's weird to say this when I was younger, I found like a thing when it was like women like men get off really easily. But women, you have to touch them like piano keys to make them sing like smoothly or something. And it was really weird to read, but kind of like romantic in a way or kind of interesting. And it was just something that stuck in my head. I can definitely vouch for the first part, but as for the second, I need to take piano lessons. <laughs> yeah, in all honesty, that was a good sex talk, sex tip. Sex talk, sex tip. There you go, guys. You learned something today. <laughs> uh, you want to learn something about Florida people? Sure. I guess. Hi, it's Rick. And I'm Dave. From Minutia Men. And here is What's Wrong With You, Florida on And Friends. What's wrong with you, Florida? Hey, wait a second. We do this bit. what they do now? It was like a bit of a downgrade from well, fingering, but I'll they, take they, it. They didn't, uh, they didn't rob a lake. They didn't attack a crocodile, but they posted their crimes on Facebook. I got a story. Oh God, idiots. A Pascola man arrested for burglary after posting alleged crime on Facebook Live. Um, the this man was having a dispute. Uh, with who? Uh, with his wife or or his girlfriend or just a random girl. Uh, or woman, and uh, pretty much he Facebook lived him, uh, pretty much entering her house without her knowing after she had left after the argument. Um, only entering. He didn't show anything of like destroying anything. He destroyed a couple CDs. He pretty much threw all of her electric equipment out in the front yard. Um, but what? That's rude. Yeah. Yeah, that's religious. Um. Surprisingly enough, it wasn't the only video that had caught her. I mean, caught him uh, because there was also cameras from two other houses pointing at him, which is kind of like standards now place, which makes me wonder why he added upon it by Facebook living it. Now, the story doesn't say um, like what he said during the live and it didn't even show the Facebook live. So I'm a little curious as to what he was doing. I don't know if he was even saying anything, but it's, it's kind of moronic. Reminds me of like years ago. I remember seeing a dude on Twitter being like, yo, 50 retweets, I'll break into this dude's house. Jeez. <laughs> and then he did, and then he's just like 100, and I'll steal his Xbox. <laughs> Makes you question whether he wanted to do it. It's like, why do you have to have other people encourage you to steal something? If you're going to steal it, <laughs> steal it. It ended when he was just like, 
he took a picture of like cop cars outside. He's like, "Oh shit, two hundred, and I'll run." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what? Give me, give me this, give me this social media currency. Um, uh, there was another story about a Florida man. This one I find quite entertaining. A Florida man was arrested for throwing sausages at his mom. Why waste perfectly what? good sausage? Yeah, right. Did you get arrested for that. Yeah, well, it's technically battery. Um, Shit, guys, I'm on the run now. I'm on the lamb. <laughs> uh, a 22-year-old unemployed Florida man was arrested for allegedly repeatedly hitting his mother with sausages inside a kitchen uh, of the home. He, he likely lives for free. Um, he pretty much battered his 41-year-old mother after asking her to make him some food. The victim prepared to make the meal, but asked her son to give her a few minutes due to being busy. Uh, the suspect, I mean, the Florida man apparently became angry when he was asked to wait. And according to um, a probable cause, a probable cause statement, he threw sausages at his mother with one sausage striking her right in the eye. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, he was, was impatient for food and he's wasting perfectly good sausage. Well, my question is, why didn't he eat the sausage? Exactly. You've got sausage right there. Eat the sausage. If nothing else, it'll hold you over. Well, he's also he's also already in the kitchen. Just make the damn sausage. And what kind of sausage are we talking about? I'm assuming this isn't like one of those little sausage patties. But are we talking like a huge Polish sausage, or just like a like a little like Denny's kind of sausage? I'm thinking it's like a little sausage because I don't know if like Polish sausages are big down there. Um, and it definitely <laughs> isn't a hot dog because they would have said hot dog. You know, if we hadn't already done sex talk, I would have jumped off of, I don't know if Polish sausages are big down there. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's a sex illusion. This whole thing oh. of talking about sausages is just a sex illusion, so that's why I'm trying to keep my P's and Q's. Yeah, this is turning into a sausage party. Oh my sausage God. Sausage party! Hey, we'll be right back. Stick around. It's true. Hey, this is Tony Lozano, and if you like podcasts, well, I'm the guy that you want to meet. Well, maybe, but I have my own called Nude Hippo, the podcast, and I do it with uh, many members of and friends, uh, including Kimmy. Hello. We feature some of the coolest guests like... Brian Cheverini, Ginger Z, Mr. Skin, Tom Dreesen, and so many more. These are like milestone interviews. They're timeless. So this way, you could pick it up at any point. I suggest you start from the beginning. Nude Hippo, the podcast, and Opie Show. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radio Misfits. <laughs> this is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Litigation Dodgeball. <laughs> Cathedral Putt-Putt. Nazi Amusement Park. <laughs> Warren G. Harding. Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Mary Lou Henner. And we interview one of the great celebrity rock and roll photographers, Mick Rock. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. The Tony Lasano Podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. All that on Radiomisfits.com. Yay! The last one I got is um, Florida Man Arrested for McDonald's Condiment Attack. Now, this one gets a little rough in the end. <laughs> oh, it gets wacky at the end, does it? <laughs> no, it actually gets rough at the end. It's wacky in the beginning and the middle. Um, apparently, um, the Florida Man had attacked his girlfriend with McDonald's sweet and sour dipping sauce containers because she bought him the wrong food from McDonald's. 
Um, he he pretty much struck her in the head and the face area with sweet and sour uh, sweet and sour sauce packets, um, and got a f- felony battery charge. Uh, th- the downside is that um, well, there is no upside. He was known for pretty much beating his girlfriend, um, which oh. bad. he became angry because he got the wrong food. Um, and he had been arrested in 2018 for the same instance, not related to food, but was dropped. Um, this one is not getting dropped. And I think he's on bail for like a thousand dollars. Um, but out of all things he threw was the sweet and sour dipping sauce, which I think is an odd choice. I don't know. I feel a little bad for laughing because this is like, (laughs) this is a serious situation, but it's, what? Using sweet and sour from McDonald's as a weapon is just inherently funny. <laughs> well, I, it's it's kind of a bad projectile too because it's so small. And yeah, and it, it, what did he not want chicken nuggets? Because I don't know what what else the heck you're supposed to get with you know sweet and sour dipping sauce. I would I was thinking like ketchup and mustard in my head, so I was like imagining I actually had a ketchup and mustard fight before, so I was like, wow, this sounds like it could just kind of be sweet and it was just like fun, but they were like you know not getting out of there, and then it got really dark. Well, it was sweet and sour, I guess. Ooh. You were fully expecting just a food fight, and then it just turned into domestic violence. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, can, you have to expect that from at least all Florida man stories, even if it is a man or a woman. This is why you don't date people who are from Florida. You look into Florida enough, you'll find, you'll find domestic abuse. This is just mean to Florida at this point. <laughs> I don't know. I think Florida's aware of it. Let's just go down there, take a poll, come back up here and see what happens. If we come back alive, then we know that we did well. If we're dead, we pissed off a lot of people. Well, literally, the, the funny thing is, is that literally you can go down there and take any poll you see, because I don't think they care if you take anything in Florida. Oh, is that another thing with stealing? It's a Florida man. Oh, my God. Next thing you know, you'll be the Florida man story. Oh, gosh. Join us next week on the... Florida episode of and friends. We will be missing one person. Live from Orlando. <laughs> I'll be reporting live from the Orlando jail. Well, me and Kimmy are going to be in Orlando. Samuel, you're going to go to Tallahassee and then we'll meet back up if you make it back. Hey, you know, Tommy, uh, traveling like that, you, you might get bored during the traveling. Are you going to listen to any podcasts? Yeah, I'm thinking about listening to Free Kicks. It's got uh, Rick Kempfer, Adam Howarth. You know, they're the director of coaching for the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. Oh. They're going to be discussing all the latest international, national, and local soccer news. And, of course, it's our brethren and OPI show, so it's only available on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. I bet they're going to get a lot, lot of listens, too, because soccer's pretty high up there now. Yeah, women's soccer just did a whole bunch. Yeah, women's soccer's killing it. I'm just glad Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place on RadioMisfits.com. Well, do you guys want to get in a... Do you want to get into something current and more in the news, kind of? Covering the news from around the world to your backyard, it is time for the news. Have you ever got, have you guys ever seen the 1987 movie Full Metal Jacket? I sure have. That's one of those ones that's been on my list for so long. I've only seen clips. Oh, it's so good. I think it's it's basically, if you if anybody who, if you don't know, it's about a Vietnam it's about around the Vietnam War. It's about a U.S. Marine who basically observes the dehumanizing effects the Vietnam War has on his fellow recruits and their brutal boot camp training to the bloody streets of Hue. As I 
I'm told by Huey? IMBD. Am I correct there, Samuel? Huey? Huey? Ha? I'm sorry. I don't know. Because it's in Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I saw this a long time ago with my dad, but um, it's it. I don't remember. It's famous if you ever seen that meme of the of the sergeant like yelling at the other guy, but they're voiced by Donald Duck and Goofy. Oh yes. Yeah. All right. So the reason why I bring this up because there's there's this famous line. You guys will probably definitely know this one, both of you. Me love you long time. Oh yeah. Well. It isn't actually a nice saying if it's told to an Asian woman Uh-oh. because it's it's basically disrespecting her. And well, apparently this Chicago based employee recruitment company sent it in an email to her. This Chinese American woman. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah. It was supposed to be a. Do it with a paper trail. Good idea. It was supposed to just be a forward to this guy. Jim's boss Brian who was the president of the employment company and he just said me love you long time with a forward to her application oh jeez uh, so he was mock oh that guy well it, apparently as he says it's because they're best friends they've seen the movie but I mean for any Asian woman it's just seen as a slur against them yeah. because it's something sexualized oh yeah it's like that it's like the bad broken English and, and prostitutes. Yeah, because the girl who even said it in the movie was a prostitute, too. Well, because yeah. imagine if I was just like, no, it's cool if we say the N-word together because we've seen Tarantino movies. Like, <laughs> so now it's cool. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, what's worse, and this will make you hate the guy even more, Woo! is <laughs> I don't think he thought anything was bad about it like when she confronted him he just kind of he was saying he's like oh I'll just make people take a diversity training he apologized but he said as a son from two attorneys even I can recognize that interpretation is opinion not fact the quote is from a famous movie Google would have told you that it's kind of like he went to say that just because like he's hired other people who are Asian black gay Hispanic and because his wife is black and uh, Colombian that he's not racist. Yeah. Okay. Some of my best friends are the Asians. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I agree on that. That like, you know, a, a interpretation is just opinion. But when you're such a dumbass that you say this to someone, like you, you have to recognize the fact that it might offend them, right? Right. Yeah. So words do have power. Huh? Words do have power. Yeah. That's true, especially when you use them poorly. Yeah. And it's funny on how when because this was somebody at Block Club Chicago who was interv- like trying to talk with this man. He's like, given those facts, a responsible reporter would ask, are these hires relationships of a racist personal organization? Like trying to turn it around, like saying like as a reporter. Yeah. It, it, it would ask. Apparently, he said the only reason he forwarded her resume was because they were seriously considering her. But why? Why you got to write that yeah. on there? You could just say, look, a potential person, not yeah, that. Well, no, that even sets the precedent. Like, oh, so if they got hired, it's like, that's always happening no matter what. I'm like, eh, come on, man. I like, I wouldn't ever want to work for a company that did that. Like, I guess other people of her, like other friends of hers reached out and tried threatening too. And he was kind of just like, you can't do anything to me. Like we have lawyers on standby. It's like. This all proves that you are guilty in some way, shape, or form. I think he was just being an idiot and is double downing on being an idiot. 
which probably just means that he's just an idiot. True. True. His wife even said that it's not right that he did that. Nice. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're getting called out by your wife, He yeah, must be really doubling down about that man sleeping on a couch. The one person who's chosen to live their entire life with you is going, you fucking moron. Like, you're in the wrong. I just, I don't know. Being in her shoes, the president just seems super sketchy and she should even work for this totally not racist boss. And, you know, hopefully she finds some other job where they'll respect well, her. It's good. Well, being in anyone's shoes these days, I think the president seems pretty sketchy. <laughs> well, you know... You know, you know, at least maybe he'll get like fired and then he'll be on the street saying me love you long time. Mm. Maybe that's what he's going to have to do for his wife. I don't think his wife wants to do anything with him. True. She wants to hate him for a long time. Man, we're really just ripping into this guy, aren't we? I'm I would be upset too. No, I know. Like you It's like saying look at me like, "Oh, you know, this girl another boob person." I'm like if that was said to me. I'd be hey, totally wait, like, pissed off. Another boob person that describes a lot I couldn't, of people. I didn't have anywhere to go. That's like half. That's how babies identify other mothers. They go, "Yes, <laughs> an additional <laughs> breast monster." I don't think he thinks breast. But I think he just thinks food. Yes, I wouldn't be known from that from now on that I am a breast monster. Monster. So breast monster is fine, but boob person is not okay. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds better. It sounds like I could be threatening and not boob person. Uh, <laughs> I love that name too much. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Kimmy Spoons, our resident breast monster. Yay! All right, Samuel, do you have a little thing you want to tell us about a city that apparently you're not killing people at? Well, uh, yeah. Chicago? Live from Friendsville. It's City Checkup. Ah, somebody save us! Everything's on fire! I created, um, for our podcast in this video game called City Skylines, a city. Um, and we had tested it out before and, and made some plans. I, I showed, I showed you guys, as you remember, um, but the listener has no idea about it. So I created a town called Friendsville. Um, pretty much turned up all the disasters in the game to 100% and tried to make a fully functioning town to see what happens. Now, last time we talked about it, just us, and I showed, we, we decided to make a new district, which you can do in the game, and you section off areas, and to create a factory, um, uh, a farm factory to be specific. So the first thing I did when I got in the game after setting it up, and no, no disasters had happened by then, first thing I did was create Friendly Acres, which is a farmland. Aww. So that's, that's nice. So sweet. Yeah, so I created a farmland. It has some slaughterhouses and milking cabins and, and um, cornfields. It employs pretty much a Huh? Significantly less upbeat at the word slaughterhouses, but still... <laughs> Hey, I and I, I made a food processing plant, which which creates a little bit of money. Um, I actually, I, I, I made another, uh, I made a library in the town, a little bit of public education, um, and the people rejoiced. Uh, although uneducation is still rampant, so I created another school, the Rupert J. Farnsworth School for the even more uneducated, named after the first school, the Rupert J. Uh, not Farnsworth, Rupert J. Friendsworth School for the uneducated. Because they were just more uneducated. I feel like a lot of people are uneducated here, okay? 
And then this is when things get serious. The first thunderstorm hit. We had a massive thunderstorm in the town, and it pretty much caused fires to rip through the whole entire town. Um, and everything powered down, and the sewage system pretty much backed up. Why don't we have lightning rods? Well, I couldn't, I couldn't get lightning rods. They were too expensive. Um, so the, the thunderstorm pretty much cut power. Sewage backed up, but then all was saved when... Um, Wait, so you mean there was poop everywhere because the sewage backed up? Yeah, pretty much. Power was cut off to the sewage system, um, and and pretty much poop was backing up everywhere, and people were getting sick. Ugh. So um, immediately after the thunderstorm, I kind of cleaned up, connected everything together, and created a cemetery for all the dead um, called Deathland. <laughs> um, Sorry. Coming soon to AMC. Ooh, do they turn into zombies? Oh, this could be great. No, I, I wish there was a zombie apocalypse. Maybe there is a mod for that. Um, look into it. Uh, so I, I then, uh, named, uh, uh, a street in commemoration of all that were dead. Um, and had tragically been lost in the, uh, thunderstorm and I called it friends view parkway. Um, and then the first high school was ever built, uh, the Rupert J Friendsworth school for the slightly educated. Um, Oh, it's improvement. Yeah. Uh, we were running out of a little bit of energy at that point. Um, so I created another coal plant. We now have three coal plants. We have coal, the Rupert Dave Ardsworth power, uh, power Station, the Coal Plant Pure Fire, and now with the third one, we have Coal Plant 3 uh, Electric Boogalee. Um, mm. uh, I had to create another landfill uh, because we were just filling up with garbage everywhere um, despite all the deaths. Uh, and then I created a new district and we had talked about it earlier and, and you suggested naming it Greenberg for some reason. Um, so I called it Greenberg quarters, which is really nice. Um, until a tsunami hit and pretty much flooded everything. Um, now this, this really caught me off guard because it ripped through everything. It hit the farms first. So the farms were completely flooded. They were out of action for a while. And then it ripped through Greenberg Quarters, which had just been newly inaugurated. Um, and then I, in my notes, I pretty much, it ripped through Greenberg Quarters, sad face, scratched that the whole town, because it did. It had ripped through the whole town. <laughs> so, oh no, yeah. So the, the whole town was pretty much underwater for a good couple of months. Um, and Months? Yeah, because I couldn't afford... Where was the National Guard? Where was FEMA? Well, the thing is, is you can create... You couldn't afford it. I couldn't afford it. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's just what we're going to hear what for everything. What do you everything. mean you can't afford it? Well, I couldn't, because I, I had spent all that money on fixing after the thunderstorm. So I... Where is the federal government with their I aid? took out a loan, but I took out a loan to create the power plant and the uh, trash facility. Um... All I so, know is that they should all start revolting over the president of this uh, town. Well, they all pretty much left. I was losing about 300 people a day. Um, but I think I was losing 300 people a day because they were all drowning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so pretty much I wrote in my notes, the tsunami pretty much bitch slapped my whole town back and forth because what had happened was the tsunami went over the and then went back over the town the other way. And actually all the water settled in the middle of the town. So it was starting to create a um, pretty much a seaside area in the town. So what I had to do was tear down a whole bunch of land and create a flood pool where I was going to create another area of the town. So now we have a pool in the middle of our town. 
Um, yeah, it's an upside. Yeah, it looks nice. It's right, it's right next to the landfill. It's a little bit polluted, but it looks fine. Uh, then I created a flood wall to hopefully stop that from happening um, until um, a tornado hit. And then we had a tornado rip through our town. Um, we are having a bad day. <laughs> uh, luckily, the tornado missed a lot of things. So I put up some radio towers so we can see if stuff is coming. So if there's any tornadoes or any um, more incidents, it, it, it will be okay at that point. Uh, it was wrapping up about time that I had, you know, wanted to tone down for a minute. I was playing for about an hour and a half. I need to create another uh, power plant. So I created coal plant four, uh, electric Boogamore, um, which is nice. And then I pretty much said, the farm is looking great. Everything is good. So I'll check in next time to see how the city's looking. From all that information, what do you guys think? There there might not be a city with alive people. Well, that's what I was thinking, too. Or um, ones that are not, like, deathly ill or something. Well, the biggest problem I had was money. So I, I was thinking maybe either starting up a university or something or making another factory to at least try and get some money because right now I don't have a pumping station and I don't have any rescue facilities. I only have one. And luckily I was able to afford like a couple bunkers for people just in case if we get hit again, which I think is probably going to happen. I hope it's not a meteor and I hope it's not like a, like an earthquake because that would really destroy things. Um, just have everyone start working the corner and stuff. They can start trading, use the trade deal again, go back to those good old days. I know. Get a barter system. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, by when once the once the city had gotten back to normal, like everyone was flooding back in, and I was like, "Oh no, you don't want to come back. It's all going to get destroyed again." Um, I vote we declare martial law. <laughs> yeah. Well, crime was rampant for a little while. I, I had to put down a couple police stations because the industry area, which had gotten completely destroyed and abandoned, um, was rampant with crime. So I had to put down some police areas because it was just building up over there. That's exactly what happened to Detroit. Right? But yeah, that's the city. We'll check in in a couple weeks. Maybe it'll still be around. If it dies, it dies. Love. Lee, I feel like, you know, speaking of going back in the good old days and, you know, good old times before this town was, you know, a shit show of things when you made it sounds like a sweet friendsville. It makes me think of our old times with, you know, back in the days for us. What old times with friends? With friends. Uh, yeah. I oh, mean, wait, that's not the name of the show. No. Scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> I like the try that you put there, Tommy. Uh, yeah, like I thought about it. I didn't. Uh... Well, I was talking about because we were talking about the good old times, you know, before right. this town was like, you know, existed or before it got completely like a shit show. And I was thinking about the good old times when we were young. Right. Ooh, tasty. <laughs> Back in the good old days when we would eat Greek yogurt, when that was a thing like a couple of years ago. Well, I found out there's a new there's a new type of yogurt that they have, and I actually tried it today, um, and it's called Icelandic style yogurt, and I had no idea what this was, and it tasted like yogurt. It was still kind of thick, 
Um, but turns out there's even a, there's an even deeper story because apparently there's three types of yogurts. There's Greek yogurt, Icelandic yogurt, and Australian yogurt. Whoa. Right? What's the difference with Icelandic and uh, Australian yogurt? So Icelandic yogurt, um, also known as skir, um, is a yo- it's yogurt from the Nordic island, which is giving Greek run for its money. It's it's made the same way that Greek yogurt is, but it's strained a bit more, and and it and it it's a little bit stickier, which I've noticed. It does stick a lot more to your uh to your spoon, and it has a little bit more protein. Now Australian yogurt is just unstained unstrained altogether, so it's richer and creamier than traditional yogurt. Um, it's kind of like the the big the big examples is if you ever had Noosa, that's Australian yogurt. Noosa. Did you say Noosa? No, the the Trix yogurt. Trix, like the cereal. That's like American yogurt. I think it's like in between, really. In between which ones? I think Icelandic. Have you ever had Icelandic, Australian, or Greek yogurt? I think I've had Greek. I don't know. Usually, when I go to a store, I don't have an option that says Icelandic or Australian because usually they have Greek or yogurt. I need a. I don't know. Maybe I don't go to the special ones. I feel like I'll find this if I go to like Trader Joe's, though. No offense. Yeah, but I found this at Jewel. What the? Yeah, I go to Jewel all the time. I know, and it's. I mean, tasting it now, it's like a little bitter. It has no fat. Like it's completely strained. It has no milk fat in it. Hmm. See, Iceland. I'm the only reason I'm very intrigued in trying this is because Iceland has Icelandic hot dogs, which are um. Amazing! They're like lamb or sheep, but it's different. Ooh, so I think they make good. the yogurt out of some different stuff. I mean, they can make it out of the milk from them. From a sheep? I had sheep cheese the other day. Pretty good. It tasted like a farm with manure. Wow. That's... It tasted like a farm with manure? Yeah. I know that smell very, very well. Can't say I want to eat it. It tasted so good. No. <laughs> you wouldn't try that? I, if, if that is the way you're going to describe it to me, I will never try that. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with Tommy, and I would not try it with that description. That's, yeah. I'm firmly acquainted with that smell. It's not an awful smell, but it's not one that I want in my mouth. So, so given the choice between Greek, Icelandic, or Australian, wh- which one would you choose then? I'm very curious about Australian yogurt at this point. Well, if you find Noosa, I've had it before. It's pretty good. It's it's like syrup. What? I don't want to eat syrup. What do you normally do with it? You drink syrup? I mean, well, I eat it with things, but I don't want to just have it to where I'm having a liquid-like syrup going down my throat. Yeah. You know, I don't do Canadian maple syrup because it's too, (gasps) it's too liquid. You're too liquid. And you know what's, I mean, I I guess. It's fine. (laughs) 60% water. (laughs) Well, we, I guess we had a good show. I think we had a great show. Come on, get that optimism up. Yeah, we had a great show. What do you guys think? Live studio audience? We're a better audience to ourselves, I guess. I, I, honestly, I was—I didn't believe you as an audience. You guys were 
week. Um, well, if you like the show, uh, listen, subscribe, and rate, and friends on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn. Just search Radio Misfits. Do, who do you want to give special thanks to, Tommy? Of course, I got to give, as I've said, big thanks to Tony Lasano, our lovely executive producer, opishows.com, which is hippo spelled backwards, O-P-P-I-H. And of course, we're distributed by Ed Silla of Radio Misfits, uh, the dot to the com. Bye! The proceeding was a presentation of Opi Productions. Find our other shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opi Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's a special guest talking about the 1958 Buick. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and my special guest for this story and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast and OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. I'm thinking about listening to Free Kicks. Rick Kempfer, Adam... Okay, you've got Kempfer written down, but you don't have... (laughs) It's Howarth. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, because be I, I was, I was, I was really glad that yeah, I would have said the same thing. Like, what, Howarth? I was gonna say like Howarth. I don't know. It looks wrong. He spelled Howard wrong. So don't don't yell at me. Um, <laughs> it's Howard. This is the promo now. Instead, just instead of the actual one. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about listening to Free Kicks. Nah, I should sound more sure about it. Be sure to tune in to Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. Our podcast highlights the best soccer league in the world. The English Premier League. We recap the previous week's games. And preview the upcoming games. I do it from an American point of view. And I do it as an authentic Brit. Accent and all. That's authentic. Right, Governor? Not exactly how I say it. <laughs> we all also talk about the local soccer scene because Adam is the Illinois Youth Director of Coaching. If you love soccer. Football. Football. Tune in to Free Kicks. New episodes drop weekly. On the Radio Misfits Podcast Network.